Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, introducing the greatest top 10 show, The Movie Mount Rushmore, featuring the one AJ Anthony Jordan, the UK's favourite film critic, Nico Duro, the silver screen dude! Hey screeners, how you doing? It's myself, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. Are you talking to me? I was gonna go with that and I thought, do we? Am I a clown? Oh. Like I'm here to amuse you? I'm Nico Luro! <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, talking of clowns, I did see is a clown movie. Good, huh? You can yes, it's good. You can go and watch it and you will not be possessed by the devil and start shooting up the place. <laughs> I just wanna just get it out there now. It's what we do. The people who were saying dude. that were saying that before the movie even came out, so read into that what you were. There you go, there you go. We are the Silver Screen Dudes, we do edutain and that's what we do. So why did Nico say, are you talking to me? Or are you talking to me? Because it's from one of those famous films that I'm very sure you'll be hearing later on. If you don't, then neither of us have the right to be on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. Where it is placed on the list is up to us, but that's a different story. It's just the way life goes. Um, so this isn't based on the actor, but the actor who this director would have him as a muse, if you would. One of his two, definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure, for There's sure. Two I just definites. looked at the list and I was like, fuck. There's two definitely. Oh, he's in it. Oh, that one's in it. Oh, he's in it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Just like, yeah. It's kind of a trend. Hashtag trending, as you would. Yeah, so, legit. This is in honour of The Irishman. We are talking Martin Scorsese movies. We are talking Martin um, Scorsese. We were actually going to do this next week, because I think we would be closer I think it's releasing next weekend I believe yeah. 27th of November yeah that's correct so two weekends time two anyway, weekends we're time releasing it this weekend. but it was on our list and then I'm going to tell you this story that I shit you not <laughs> happened I, 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 I've just told you the story because I wanted to see your facial reaction yeah 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 no I've lost my mind so, about it I'm on the phone leaving work so I'm not even in my area or your area as you know yeah yeah I'm on the phone to I will call her the lovely lady her initials also happen to be TLL, so we'll work with that. Hello. She's been asked not to be named, so I shan't name her. He's got right. a message. He's got a message. I do indeed. Damn right. <laughs> do you see the smile on the face? <laughs> anyway, so I put down the phone to the lovely lady. And I hear, excuse me. Now I happen to be, yes, we work nine to five. This is what the silver screen dudes do when we're not doing podcasts. Yeah, really. I happen to be in uniform. So I'm like, hmm, is this gentleman asking me for directions or help? I'm like, hi. He says, are you AJ? I say yes. And I give this guy a look that says, the only people who called me AJ outside of Nico, where this name was born, were the people who were at my school. And I'm thinking this dude is too young to have been at my school. Maybe he knows my brother. And then he goes, I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. Silver Screen Dudes, you and Nico. I love you guys. The movie Mount Rushmore. <laughs> to which, as much as I'm rushing to see the lovely lady, I am now... Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> to which he goes, has no one ever stopped you before? <laughs> now, at the time I said no, I will be slightly honest. I didn't lie to you, Eunice. I have been stopped. However, the person who stopped me happened to be Nico's cousin. Yeah, so no. it wasn't like, whoa. <laughs> However. Like, oh, nice to see you again. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you've shut up since the last time I've seen you. Yeah. But hey. Um, so this time I'm like, huh. Now I do apologise. I did have a phone in my hand. We should have taken a selfie. Again, I was in uniform. That's one thing. But I was running off to meet the missus. And she'd already waited for me for about an hour at this time. Because oh, I got caught up with a client. Yeah. You are appreciated. But take this with no offence whatsoever. 
the appreciation for her is slightly more and I wanted to maintain said relationship before getting kicked in the you know where's for being further than an hour late but I was like yeah and he was like I listen to you guys all the time I appreciate it so I'm like you know what dude I'm, I'm touched I'm honoured thank you for the support man it's what so nice you, to hear it that was, it was it warmed me so much I told everyone at work the next day it was like this is who we are but it's on the screen too so did he just recognise you from your voice so this is the question the this is the question that I keep saying to people Eunice you're going to have to hit me up you've got my number you've got our Instagram wherever you have to hit me up I was like does this guy recognise my face or is it that he happened to have heard my voice and be like hold on I know this voice (laughs) because it could so happen it could so happen that you would have heard this voice because for the past however long you've been listening you've heard my voice more than you've seen my face yep and I was like huh and I was so I'm like I appreciate it I'm like you know what fan selection what would you like to see what would you like to talk about and I shit you not he goes well the departed's coming out how about top 10 score saving you my what did I say the departed (laughs) it's fine oops (laughs) (laughs) they both start with the allow me (laughs) so he says the Irishman's coming out how about Scorsese I'm like you my friend are in luck we've exchanged numbers but time's been getting the better of me yeah yeah I pay I I swear to you may I be struck down by lightning if I'm lying Mm. I pick up my phone to text Eunice I'm about to say hi bro yeah Hey, this is... I said, this guy. This guy. I love this guy. I love this guy. Now, I'm going to say something that tells you why I love him. But you're you're going to have a... It's going to reduce for you. Uh, because as you know, we have a shout out to do. Now, why you got to make it bittersweet? I don't know. This is pure sweet. This is too sweet. This is because Eunice and his friend have a page, which I encourage all of you to follow, at the Arsenal Time one that's the number one at the arsenal time one there we go numerical figures Eunice big shout out to you my friend and your friend we will definitely be following the page as a gooner I will do that Mr. Chelsea TV may have a bit of a why are you going to do this like that? <laughs> a bit of sweet moment in following but it's what like we that? do now Eunice jokes aside mate honestly thank you Thank you for just reaching out to AJ on the street. Thank you for pitching. Thank you for above everything, mate. Thank you for listening. Um, you you more deserve more than deserving of your shout out. I hope it's extended back to us, bro. <laughs> like, oh, you're not following. That would have been interesting. No, no, like yeah. no, no. I don't no. mean that, but I mean real. Like, and we say this to you, Eunice, and to all the silver screen dudes. Guys, you know, I've, I've just looked on our ge- geolocation stats this morning. We're now listened to in Turkey and Germany. And another one that came through this morning was the Philippines. It's like, I, well, we're listened to. Like, it's unreal and it's so humbling. But please keep sharing the word. No, it is. You know, somewhere, maybe it's season three, maybe season four. Shit, we'd like to do a live show. Yeah, there are know? so many plans. Get everyone involved in the movie, Mount Rushmore. Get some yays and boos going in the crowd. I've got grand plans, people. Trust we've me, got we, grand we, plans. We've, been, we've but... been talking like mad, but it, it, everything in this time and nothing before that. But no, honestly, when I was like, you know what, thanks again for the support, his reply was, ha, cheers, because I was like, dude, this is nuts. I just picked up the phone to text you, but I just explained. And it was like, ha, cheers, all the best with the podcast and keep the great content up. Like, dude, you have touched the silver screen, dude. Big time. Like you would never imagine. Big time. Um, no, it is honestly like, as you said, the Geostat show across the world. I tell people how many followers we've got, subscribers we've got, and they're like, what? Really? This is what you guys are doing? I'm like, yeah. And those numbers are unreal. 14,000 now. There you go. It's ridiculous. There you go. And don't... don't <sighs> 
Do you know it's really funny? And this is, again, God's on the truth, and it's not me blowing our horn or us blowing our horn. I say to people, we're, we're near 8K. By the time I tell people we're near 8K, I look back, you confirm it, we're over 10K. But <laughs> that's it to say, yeah. people, we're at 10K, over 14K. Yeah. And it, Pushing it, for 15 as we speak, but... Uh, no, real talk, right? And I know there's... We are a very, very small fish in a very, very big pond. Yeah. You know? It's... The fact that we've got 15,000 people listening to two best mates sitting in what is, for all intents and purposes, a living room, we're talking about movies and going on some weird fucking tangents. <laughs> like, the fact that... Yeah, this is a... I'd be... Ooh, that's a phone drop. That was... Apologies, I'd, that was mine. Don't worry, it's fine. I'd case. be happy with one follower. The fact that one person out there is willing to give us their time. The fact that it's near 15,000. Like, it's so humbling. It, it's unreal. And what touched so much with Eunice... And again, it's not that we're singling him out. We appreciate yeah, it's each and all of story. you. It's a yeah, it's really, it, it, it's, it's that. But it's that situation of... We can put a face to one of these numbers. Yeah. You know, and it's it, it, the chance to interact yeah. and hear what you appreciate. You know, I, I've mentioned workmates, you've mentioned workmates, the whole, ah, oh, this banter, guys, I love it. You guys yeah, 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 go off on a tangent, but you do your shit. You know, I love that. Yeah. You know, but to be a total unplanned encounter. Yeah, encounter. I was just like, no way. And this happened. Tuesday night we are Sunday right now and the smile has not moved from my face the but story has been told every day why would it change like that smile that's, that's a worthy smile to be carrying yeah. like it, that's an awesome thing to have yeah it, it was, it's awesome it was a moment so once again at the Arsenal time one please do follow you will be Man the only man. Arsenal related topic that I follow aside from myself yeah bro I love <laughs> V T H E Arsenal A R S E N A L Time Number One Okay <laughs> Scream <laughs> Don't you dare Yes we're going for a tough time but you know what In a tough time like uh, now if you just can still create a patient support us we shall be supporting Yeah you've got big fans I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie you've got love for your club which Do you know what is it's impressive to see given what's going on Do you know what would be really funny and I'll be honest we haven't actually watched the page could all be gun related <laughs> oh not that Arsenal <laughs> yeah, no but no, 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 okay. military yeah. Arsenal no but either way big, big shout out and I will be following as soon as my phone is off airplane mode yeah 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 that, real. Is, that is the way we're there Eunice okay but we need to talk Scorsese now we do but before we talk Scorsese <clears throat> oh yes that little thing um <clears throat> So, for those of you tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for listening to us. Please be sure to follow the Movie Matt Rushmore podcast on Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and everywhere where podcasts are found. How does the Movie Matt Rushmore work? AJ and I each get assigned a topic, we go our separate ways, and we come back into the studio, and we deliver to you the Silver Screen News, our individual individual top tens. AJ will go first delivering his bottom three, I will then deliver my bottom three, AJ will deliver his next two, I will deliver my next two, then we will trade one apiece. If any 
time while we are running off the movie Mount Rushmore, one person has a movie in a higher position, that person will say, PUNT! And we will punt and talk about the movie when we get to the higher position. Once we have both delivered our individual top ten lists, we will create said movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of the genre, which this week is... Martin Scorsese Films. That's good. Now move your phone right. away from the mic. Don't worry. <laughs> we are airplane mode. I was just reading... Eunice's list and well, I'm like I don't know if it's ten- no we'll do it at the end but I'm yeah. like is that 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 but both ways it doesn't matter because they're all freaking awesome <laughs> that's literally the problem with this list yeah like it's not picking the movies it's from, the order it's by which ordering them up but you know what even oh, there's two I left off who on any other list would make it yeah even picking even picking so I know that this may not go down very popular with you and the silver screen well mm. but I will do this I'm mm. expecting a punt my number 10 is Taxi Driver yes it's punt. a punt that's okay. a punt cool well I, I, I can Ooh, explain it very simply Taxi Driver holy shit I mean personal preference these are all great films yeah I'm not going to go too hard any other list you put Taxi Driver 10 I'm going to slap you <laughs> but again it all depends what it is you know depends who you're talking to if you're talking to me exactly. <laughs> anyway very good. right cheap cheap joke I'll do no, that was good <laughs> right okay thank you Silver Screen Dudes, the home of dad jokes. Okay, number nine. <laughs> number nine, The Aviator. Honourable. Okay. This is the one I left off. <sighs> it, again, it, the, when you have ten, and when we get down to four, it's always going to be difficult to tell. Mind you, I yeah, think yeah. we might be on the same ground for our top four. But yes, I how, do you, how do you define and quantify films? And... <sighs> So, these are the two muses already, off the bat, let's be honest. Yeah, De Niro and DiCaprio. De Niro, Martin Scorsese, and D. D. Yeah. Dirt and D. Dirt and D. So, this is it. So, DiCaprio playing Dirt and Tweedledee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, there's another film. There's another film in this. There's another film in this. Tweedledee and Tweedledee casting those two together in Alice in Wonderland. Hey, the fuck you doing this fucking cat? <laughs> you listening to him? You listening to him? Or are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, so the story of Howard Hughes played fantastic. <laughs> DiCaprio grabbing the fucking caterpillar going, I will not die sober. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shout out to another movie coming later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You can actually see it. Don't listen to the caterpillar. He's on quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you were going to go to Wonderland, that could be how. <laughs> Bro, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, back in the room. Back at the room. Um, There's one of our tangents. Yeah. The Aviator, the story of Harrod Hughes told fantastically via, well, Scorsese's direction and DiCaprio's portrayal. Um, so much. Hey, Banshee. Of course, no, but I, I'm Let's... just saying, I'm talking Harrod Hughes, you know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the character. The, the film director, OCD, the, the, the aviation pilot and designer, just everything the movie that he done. The he movie maker, yeah, that's what he, everything. And how, dare I say, just that you know when they say put something in a child's mind and it grows you see the the early days and how it just creates (laughs) how it overtakes his life eventually Mm. and the eventual downfall but this was my beef with the aviator because I thought it ended just as it started to get interesting (sighs) 
It, it, not not yeah, the rest I, of his life wasn't interesting because to see everything he you know gave to the world, fucking incredible. Yeah. But I thought there was too much time with that, not enough time with that. Show me the blueprint. Show me the blueprint. Show me the blueprint. Show me the blueprint. Do you know what it is? Is that I think any time, uh, I'll be honest. The first time I heard Howard Hughes, yeah, mm. I was ultra confused because I don't know if you were old enough or depending on the travels you've done. Mm. Howard Hughes to me was the guy who done the travel reports in a helicopter with Chris Tarrant <laughs> on a breakfast show on Capital Radio. <laughs> so when people were like, oh, you, you, you're so clean, you're like Howard Hughes. I was like, what the fuck are they on about? Like, yeah. the, 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 like, I was like, yeah, the guy in the sky. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which made it even more confusing. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I began to learn of the Howard Hughes, mm-hmm. the older Howard Hughes. And then, um, yeah, then I got a chance to see this story. So, I, But I, I was aware of the OCD and I think a lot of people associate the OCD yep. with Howard Hughes that it that they made that the focus I I, I get what you're saying they needed so to much, show more there was more there was more yeah there was more in the world than that you know yeah. as he said he gave so much to the world and there was more and it did leave you wanting more and you're like whoa what we left here but yeah, exactly. what, what happened next the ending Hence, was too yeah. abrupt I'm like really this is where you choose to end it after nearly three hours is it the future Anyway, I'm not going to spoil it any further. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you know. But no, balance. Film. Balance. Yeah, that was my issue with it. Yeah, it has a balancing issue, but a good film overall. Oh, great! F- listen, listen. We're not saying that again. <laughs> every movie on here is good. Everyone, and it's just a matter of preference. This is why this list, these lists, plural, are why Scorsese is very much in the argument of being one of the greats, if not the greatest of all time. <laughs> Can I ask you, just out of curiosity, yeah. do we have that same thing going on about between two and one? Does that does that line exist on this? Because I was like, I don't know if I can. What do you mean? We we say something between number two and number one. Do you have? Oh, oh I can. Are you, easy, okay. easy, easily, easily. Okay. okay, interesting. Easy. Maybe I haven't seen it. Which happened? I think you haven't seen it. Okay. Because this not even not even a challenge. Oh, that bad. That bad. Oh, yeah. Okay. Your number eight? Shutter Island. Is it my number nine? Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Brain fuck. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude. She's. What? No, but why are you seeing this? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. And again, as much as we try to entertain, I always say I don't want to spoil, especially with Scorsese films, because they're, they're a trip. They're a journey of. Oh, they are. Uh, and this is a the trip. Road. <laughs> so you know you have um, is it FBI or CIA does it matter I'm pretty sure it was FBI you have agents yeah you have agents going to investigate inside an asylum where some weird stuff are going down prisoners are missing yeah or a prisoner is missing and where you think okay undercover and investigating and you expect you expect a bit of quirkiness you know you hear an asylum and you think ah okay this is what's going down <laughs> no 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 you don't expect this <laughs> No, you don't. You don't expect this, and it, it the world just unravels more and more, but it confuses you, it takes you on a twist, it takes you on a turn, it brings you back in, then it takes you back out, then it throws you back in again. It's a really uncomfortable watch. Like, I think this was Scorsese doing his best version of Stanley Kubrick. You know what I yeah. mean? The way that The Shining was filmed, I thought there was a lot of that unnerving, uh, unnerving tension built into this. Like, the music, that boom. Yeah. It just it, it really it put, plays it put, with you. It, you are it's you're uncomfortable. On edge. You're uncomfortable. You're on edge. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm enjoying this, but 
you, you, you're not easy yeah. by the way if you want I'm saying a lot of stuff Nico can see it. I'm, I'm pretty much Harlem shaking in my chair like I'm giving it yeah. that you, you have that unease there is a there is a tension throughout yeah, yeah 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 and I mean as well as obviously DiCaprio in a, pff, another great lead role supporting cast is strong Ruffalo. you know with Ruffalo Max von Sydow um, Ben Kingsley yes, yeah. um, oh what was her face who is the oh don't oh that's gonna kill me Emily Mortimer Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so good. Yeah. Just oh so fucking good. Um, and there are some scenes that are genuinely, genuinely straight out of a horror. Like when he goes into that, sp- I can't remember the name of the wing, but that wing where the yeah. intense patients yeah, are kept. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Jackie L. Haley's in there. It's like, <laughs> okay, when Jackie's in it. Right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, it's, um, it, it's one of those stories that, as I said, it brings you in, it takes you out, and it, it you have to follow it. You know, it, yeah, it's it, good it's, twist. It's it, exactly there are parts of reality, there are parts of hallucination. It, it's got it all. It it plays with you. It plays with you, and as you said, it's a perfect twist. It, yeah, it, it's great. It's it's one to watch. Once you've seen it once, there it's like the Usual Suspects. There's plenty of indications that oh, there's yeah, that, okay, that 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 yeah, that that. Yeah. But you don't think twice about it yeah. the first time you see it. Some people are like, oh, with the little, the fact that he gave him his pills in the paper cup. It's like, yeah, in hindsight, but don't be telling me that a doctor who's just going to throw some pills at a random guy, I mean, it would make sense that he just gives them in a paper cup. That's it. How many times have you seen that in a film or yeah. TV show? It's just modus operandi. It's what yeah. they do. Yeah. It's what they do. Now, Shutter Island's a big call. I love that film. Big. Uh, my 10. Can't believe it's this low. Um... DiCaprio and the greatest actor who's ever lived Mr. Daniel Day-Lewis Gangs of New York Okay, that is a punt Okay Nine was Shutter Island Eight, we were talking about The Clown before Uh, It's not not that one No, no, because he didn't direct it so that would be interesting Um, But no, it's the movie that I think strongly influenced the the Joker and that is King of Comedy Yeah Not on your list? No, it didn't make my list Holy shit it, 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 head of us and listen tell me I have a problem <laughs> fuck I'm trying to think what would be in its place okay cool 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 your list um, but uh, king of comedy and I think I mean it's this is an uncomfortable fucking watch because, and it's so left field for what Scorsese would normally do you know yeah. it's not you know he's got his obsession with New York and of course once again it's set in New York but this is a lot more about you know what happens when people become obsessed with fame and I think it's more relevant now than it's ever been ever ever the world is so fame obsessed and that 15 minutes of fame and everyone wants their followers on Instagram everyone wants their followers on YouTube some people want their followers on a podcast subscribe (laughs) (laughs) I leaned in there with a thumbs up we are as cheesy as it gets to that you know no but it's true we're all after 15 minutes do you know do you know how can I say this once upon a time you take a picture, you stick it up on a wall. That was me and my boys. We had a good time. Mm. Yeah, that's me and the missus. That's me and whoever. You know, yeah. this is me in Japan. Not yeah, like, I've been yeah. there, but that's what it was. I now know people who will post a picture on a picture site, such as Instagram, and I'm not slating Instagram for this. No, no. And due to a lack of likes, delete it. That's how, that's how the world... It's not for moments anymore. It's for likes and appreciation. And that's terrible, which is actually on little tangent here. I'm really happy to hear that Instagram are removing likes from... Um, what, the count? Yeah. Okay. You'll still see followers, but not likes. The... I 
I can't remember his name. I was reading an article about this yesterday. They're rolling it out country by country. It's coming slowly but surely. It will come to the UK and America. The main reason behind it is because, as you've just said, there's too many people who are sort of fame hunting who are needing that validation from perfect strangers. And it's playing on people's mental health. It really fucking is. And the owner of Instagram, for the, I can't remember his name, which is killing me. Is it not Zuckerberg? No, 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 no. It's not Zuckerberg. Um... Facebook own Instagram, but Zuckerberg's not the uh, like big boss of Insta. Okay. Um, no, it's another dude. Um, but he said, I'm happy for the company to take a hit if it means people will be better off for it. Fair play. And fair play to him. Fair play. Um, you know, now, on a business standpoint, I understand something, because if I'm going to say to you, this is how much attraction I can bring to your product, yeah. you need it. But there is another side that should it be businesses only and a validated business as opposed to... And then again, how do you validate a business if everyone wants to be an influencer? Correct. It's very difficult. It, it, I think it needs a break. Um, JME, Skepta's younger brother, mm-hmm. he actually posted a video about we need a, we need a break from this stuff. Yeah. We need a break from likes. He, he, he mentioned something where he might like a track that's really unheard of but it's only got 50 likes. Hmm. And him putting it out to people and be like what you miss or you feel guilty for liking this track because it's only got 50 likes yeah yeah you know whereas what happened to just enjoying a track exactly and there is and that's there is kind a, of what yeah. I was going to say an Instagram where there's some amazing photo content should just be about appreciating the content it shouldn't be about uploading for the sake of you know validation no I no. agree yeah um yeah, so I mean, king of comedy, bringing it back. I was going to say, let's bring it back. It's yeah. more relevant now than ever with this, you know, need for fame, and that's essentially what De Niro's character Rupert Pumpkin is 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 playing. You know, he's he's not on a, a social outcast the way that Joaquin's Phoenix's Joker was, but Mike, he's looking for something. He's not all there, is yeah. he? Like, there's something wrong. He doesn't quite have the social adaptability or the social awareness. Yeah. And doesn't quite know how to conform to social etiquette in order to, you know, go about things the proper way. Oh, we'll get in touch with you. Oh, I'll just wait here. So, no, no, dude, that's the societal polite way of saying, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he doesn't quite get that. To his credit, but also to his demise. But what's fascinating is the way, I'm spoiling the end here, but it is a 40-year-old movie. You know, he gets his... He gets his ten moments of fame doing stand-up comedy, and against the odds, it's actually funny. This is why I think it's interesting to say, or is it? Because remember, he's the narrator, so are you seeing things from his point of view? Are people actually laughing? But then you find out a few minutes later that, no, no, they were, because there's that whole thing about him then going to prison for kidnapping, and when he comes out, he's revered by society. And it's like, shit, man. He got his 10 minutes and people are glossing over the fact that he basically committed a massive this, crime. This is where the parallels between this and the Joker were yeah. intense. And the fact that De Niro was brought in yeah, in yeah. the role he was a Joker was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> Play. intentional. Play. Intentional. Yeah. But, but it's a brilliant movie. It really, really shows you like what can happen when someone is chasing fame that hard and combine that with the fact that they don't have the best social awareness. It, it can go to some very dark yet very weirdly funny places. Yeah. No, love King and Comedy. So that was my eight. Okay. Your seven? My seven, sir. I know you're going to hate me for this one because I know this is very homeless. Raging Bull. 
Oh, punt. <laughs> right. Now we're going to your... Was it your number... No, your number six, mate. Yeah, but it was your number eight. Ten? Gangs of New York. Ten, yeah. Yeah, so your number ten. Oh, you rate it higher than I do. <laughs> Interesting. It's, it's a funny one for me. Because I, I appreciate the film, but I always think... I always say to myself, you could have made it a touch shorter. You can say I, that literally for every single Scorsese film. True, but this one, I, I, there's a lot in this. There's a lot in this. It's DiCaprio. It's Day Lewis. Uh, it's Day Lewis. Thank you. It's Day Lewis. Oh, of course, it's Day Lewis. It's, it's, it's Day Lewis in in one of his most terrorizing. Um, He's so good in this. Bill the Butcher. <laughs> I am New York. Don't yes. you ever come in here empty-handed again. He's so good. Yeah. He's yeah. so. Terrifying in this. And if you haven't seen the film, the title is literally the perfect giveaway. It's about it's how the New gangs. Born yeah, on the streets. It, yeah, the gangs that were that arrived in this town, looking like they decided Township, to call New York. Yeah. yeah, just built it to be what it is today. And mm. the end shows that so perfectly. Oh, the end. That time lapse is so good. The, 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 that shows it perfectly without even saying anything. It just shows you then to now. You can see the poster. You know what today is. You just need to appreciate it. You're like, oh, man. It's how how, how yeah. the times have changed. But it wraps up that yeah. story so well, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's weird how a simple little device like a time lapse. You know, shit, I've done time lapses to film a sunset going down quickly, you know. Yeah. But to use it in that capacity, which is obviously computer generated, but... To use it in that capacity to wrap up a story so perfectly. Because what's strange is that without that time lapse, the movie does feel almost empty. Yeah. Despite everything that you've been through. Yeah, the story's been good, but you're like, okay, where's my conclusion? Then it's like, oh, these guys died for this, and it became that. Yeah. And they show that in one little time lapse. So it's like, oh, Martin Scorsese, you are good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, as much as you see it, the words, I'm not going to say it because it touches even more. So if you haven't seen the film, that, that voiceover while that happens and how it ends, yeah. it, nails it. So good. Nails it. it. Like we were never here, right? I just bloody said I'm not spoiling it, you I dick. Am. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. It just shows you like so much stuff, so much, all these stuff that you fight for. Yeah. To just... In, and it's- Got an in the annex of time, yeah, 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 and it's got an all-star supporting Liam cast. Neeson, who you're not a fan of, but does yeah, it bit. depends on the movie. He's yeah. good in this. Brendan Cameron, Gleeson, yeah, Cameron Diaz, yeah, very no. important role actually. Cameron in this, though. but I mean, you stay for Daniel Day Lewis, oh, of course. Of he course. is just you do is, you do just wait for him. You yeah. do just wait for him on it throughout the film. He's a, he steals the screen, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even when he's on there with DiCaprio, like DiCaprio, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 DiCaprio no. can't hold the screen with him. He's admiring. He's admiring. He that. really is. Yeah. Like he, he oh, fuck me. He's a good actor. Uh, the greatest. I maintain that. But he, you know, Bill the Butcher is not someone you want to walk down a dark alley and run into. Do you know what? You don't even want to cross the road knowing he's there. It can be yeah. fully lit. It's like fuck a dark alley. If he's in the mood for you, he's after you, and that is it. Like what's Daisy? <laughs> gotta tenderize the meat. You know, yeah. he nails it. And that glass eye. He's just the whole thing about him. The big creepy hair and the fucking yeah. tash. I mean, he's just that. Whoever conceived the visualization for Bill the Butcher I'm imagining Mr. Scorsese Scorsese yeah. so good you, you, you thought yeah here's the terrorizer of this town here's yeah. 
the medicine of this time how would you see it what what kind of style would he have yeah. the, the the gentleman esque but not, you can tell he's shady at the same yeah. time and yeah and I'm gonna go on a massive tangent here go and I've been I've been very very nervous about bringing this up because Oh, fucking hell because I'm, I'm oh god please don't unsubscribe when I say this because I know that a huge part of our target demographic and our listeners are going to disagree with me on this I, yeah. but I need to I'd be lying to myself and to the Silver Screen Dudes community if I didn't speak up here so you know Marty Scorsese made some comments about the MCU recently okay I something about real film or something was it's it? not real cinema what he was implying, and he reinforced this, was that these movies are not cinema in the sense that they're machines. They're there, they follow a very simple formula. They hit on the most basic, unimaginative human nerve. They're there to make yeah. money and they're there to sell toys. Which is true. Fine. Now, Francis Ford Coppola then jumps on the bandwagon. When he jumps on, as great as a director as he used to be, I'm thinking, Francis, shut the fuck up. When was the last time you made anything relevant? Donkeys ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's given us Dracula. He's given us the greatest war film of all time, Apocalypse Now. Debate to be had. But he's not relevant anymore. Yeah. Martin Scorsese is still relevant. Like, it's an event when he makes a movie. And... Someone then said something to him like, oh, but you can see how Marvel have evolved with their villains. And that's why I'm bringing this in now. Fuck the whole MCU villain lineup when you consider villains like Bill the Butcher. There is nothing that even compares to the depth of character, to the fear inducement, to the screen-grabbing attention. That And yes, Daniel Day-Lewis has a huge part to play in that. But this is a such a well-realized villain and you know when you've seen a Scorsese movie you almost feel like you've been punched in the stomach by the end of it you know you're breathless because you've been taken on such an adventure don't get me wrong I've had that countless times with the MCU countless but I've never had the catharsis in the MCU like I like I've had watching a Scorsese movie ever you know I've never watched finished an MCU movie any one of them and gone that's one of the greatest films I've ever seen. But the, pretty much every Scorsese film, nearly all of them, especially when we get to the higher ends of the list, which we're coming to, I'll watch them and go, I mean, fuck me. This is just a director who, he, it's like, m- minus the one worst, which I'll bring up, it's like he doesn't fucking make bad films. And the, and the, and the good films he makes, they are of, such a high caliber they are of such quality that they resonate through time you can't argue it with him when he says that basically he's implying the MCU films are a little bit yeah they're a bit shallow okay first thing please don't unsubscribe you scared me a whole lot more I don't think I think anyone who's listened to us would be shocked that we've bashed MCU and can't go against it but I don't think it's unsubscribe worthy people know that we edutain and we're on film and if you haven't seen the Scorsese film and you're listening to this go check it out then come back to us you may appreciate more of what he's saying now yeah people know it people know it 
and I don't say this in any offence to myself, you have a wider scope of film than I do. I am the Mr. Cheese Fest of the two of us when it comes to mm. film. However, let's break this down. Whoever decides to say, look at the evolution of villains, shut up. <laughs> okay? Shut up. I know why I go to watch a film. I'm also aware that this is family-based Films. Yeah, right. Let, 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 let's be honest. If we're going to talk greatest comic book villain of all time, it's still going to be the Joker. Like the Dark Knight holds yeah, that yeah, mantle. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. not. I'm, it's not that com- conversation right now. Where does Thanos come into this whole thing? I mean, what are we going to go Thanos, into this? Killmonger. No, Ultron, but like, whoever the fuck you want. None of them are build. No, butcher. but I'm, I'm, if we're talking evolution, the last one was what Mysterio. Well, like, where are we really going with this? Mm. In, in nothing against Gyllenhaal. Would, shut up. Whatever. What are you? Do- where are we going with this? Stop it. We yeah. are all aware that 95%... Again, we, we, we talked about this when we talked about Joker and mm. DC. DC do good films when they take it away from being superhero movies. The fact that Marvel has worked is because they're tapping into our inner geekness. 100%. They became blockbusters based on this. You take something like Gangs of New York, which has no blueprint, apart from a slight twist on history, yeah. and brings you in. Let's just admit it for what it is. They're better films. It, it is what it is. Yeah. There are certain films that were going out there for... The laughs and one with the boys. Entertainment in the edutainment. Yeah. And there's certain films that we're going out for in the edu in the edutainment. Scorsese is edu. And appreciation. I'm sorry. I go to films for different reasons. I'll have a laugh like, hey, I'm gassed. I'm ready for this. Or like, ooh, let's see. What's what's this going to bring? That's it. Some make you sit back and and some make you lean forward. That feeling you've just described so well with your tone of voice. That's the catharsis I'm talking about. The MCU cannot deliver that to me. Never. Okay, you may shock me with a twist and a turn. And then you're going to undo it. Because let's yeah. be real. Infinity War shocked us. They undid no, that but, shit no, following No, but either way, either way, you're like, ooh, it's a question. Yeah. But okay, for me, for all intents, Black Panther gave me a, okay, this is a different approach. Yeah. However, it was still a superhero movie by the end of the film. Yeah. It is what it is. It follows a formula. It's a fun formula. It's- you can't go too deep because they're aimed at kids. Yeah. So how dare you tell me about the evolution of the villains? Yeah. Who... Who? Take Iron Man 1, let's go back to Spider-Man Far From Home. Where is the evolution? I beg you, please. No, shut up. I think by evolution, the only thing they were implying was that maybe Marvel have upped their game in terms of the calibre of their villains. Which is... It's an argument to be made for that. But you would do... Bro, it's called the culmination of fucking 12 years of film. No, not just Thanos, but like, think of Killmonger, our boy. He was a one-and-done villain. But you wouldn't have had a villain like Killmonger at the early stages of the MCU because we were getting the likes of fucking, you know, Whiplash and we were getting Malekith. You know, who gave a fuck? Yeah, I get it. Killmonger, people were like, yeah, that I'm into, but doesn't matter. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. So when Martin Scorsese, who I really believe is one of the top three of all time, makes comments like, this isn't cinema. Remember, people, that art is all about, it's a matter of perspective. Given the scope in which Scorsese has made movies and the scope in which Scorsese still makes movies, you've got to see it from his point of view that he is putting years of his time into these movies to refine the story, to get his music and cinematography on point. Shit, to get things like the costumes feeling like they're of the appropriate period. You know, he is meticulous in what he does. Not to discredit anything the MCU do, but it is just... Such a higher you know pedestal. Funny, do you know the funny thing? Before this person came with the evolution of villains, there is always a part you hear these guys and you're like, you're a bit bitter. 
Right? And I will never say that. Little bit. I will never, even Scorsese, you're a great director, but the fact that these guys have churned out more in the time that you've been a bit quiet, you're a bit bitter. Little bit. You don't like the way it's going. You're old school. Move with the times. I'm not afraid to say that. However, let's be real, you know certain shit. If anyone says to me right now, oh, there's a new Dre album, I'm listening to the Dre album before I pick up the new Drake album. It's just the way life is. You appreciate the auteurs. Mm. But you don't have to hate on the... F- you, it's just the way it is. I don't want to spin on it too much because I think I'm losing my train I, of thought. But What's funny is that he even put... You know, he was nearly set to direct the Joker. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I, exec producer. Yeah. You can use some of my material. Hey, I'm, I'm not directing it. Which, you know, some would say makes him a hypocrite. I would say, do you know what? I admire him. Because he could have directed this movie, but he stuck to his guns. He was like, I will not direct a comic book movie. It's not for I, me. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get why you don't. And I stick to what you know. Yeah, stick yeah, to yeah. what you do. Except he knows New York. Yeah. That's his thing. To be fair, it was set there. But anyway, go, you know, taking the bullshit <laughs> away. But like, you know what you're comfortable doing. You want to be true to yourself. Mm. Yeah. It is what it is. I just needed to go on that no, tangent I, because I, I don't think you can talk Scorsese without talking about what his current affairs. Yeah. You know, I've rewatched a lot of these movies in the build up to this list, and every single one of them, I was just at the end of it, it was like my breath had been taken away. It's like, he, I, I have nothing Christ, but respect for the guy. I have nothing but respect for the guy. But that, that's digital. No, that's analog taking a dig at digital. You know? It is. That, it but is my, that. Yeah, but, but I when get, analog's that no, fucking dude, good. Dude, dude. Let's be honest, yeah? For all the CG, we love Jurassic Park. Why? Because of the way it was done. Yeah. We, we appreciate Lord of the Rings. Why? Because of the way it's done. Yeah. It's there. You don't have to shit on what's there when you know you have to do the other. You know what? Actions speak louder than words. Let the Irishman come out and just be like, hey. Okay, you know the there. Irishman's going to be amazing. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> I, I've not even watched the trailer. I've just seen Scorsese in the cast. I'm like, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> De Niro Pacino I mean come on and Joe Pesci all together fuck I'm down what more do you want I'm down you've got me oh boy anyway. you know what actually hurt me what's that a small tangent on my side when I first read I read The Irishman comes out on the 7th yeah me too bro I woke up for the morning of the 7th now, where and I'm it? flicking and all I'm seeing is the trailer I'm like I don't want the trailer what the fucking film yeah. and I go searching and it's the 27th I was like why did you, you do this to me maybe they postponed that shit there's no way we both saw the same shit <laughs> bro that was literally I felt like Joe Pesci from Casino you dirty cowboy motherfucker you <laughs> exactly. you tell me it's one day then you change it you dirty motherfucker you yeah. <laughs> it's like oh man where were we so that was that was your six six Gangs in New York yes, yes great correct. film yeah uh, my seven I'm pr- yeah, we're obviously saying pun The Departed uh, that's my number five so it's a pun well it's my next one but yeah cool yeah, yeah. so my number six is Taxi Driver okay not as high as you thought it would be yeah. not as low as you thought it would be rather yeah I thought it'd be, but then the, there's, st- there's shit yeah. coming. <laughs> there's some shit coming. <laughs> there's a trifecta slash quartet that I believe are literally, yeah, 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 literally. They are there. They are there. Yeah, yeah. taxi driver again. This very. I, I say that the Joker is kind of like the bastard child meets taxi driver. Yeah. And what do you know? They got the Nero. <laughs> they yeah. got the Nero in the film. I mean, taxi drivers again. It's a disturbing watch. 
and much like the Joker and King of Comedy whereby you're not too sure about how it unfolds because of the narration um, you know that without giving anything away that ending to Taxi Driver is he still alive is he not what's happened to him is he now revered by the public is he not so Scorsese really likes to play with that element of public reverence for people who have inherently done something bad but something good's come out of it yeah it's a great fucking topic to play with but there's a real in a short period of time Travis Bickle goes through a serious fucking journey, doesn't he? Yeah. It's like, I've got PTSD from the war, so what, I can't sleep at night, so what do I do? I become a taxi driver. While going around, I literally see, as he says himself, all the fucking scum that the city has to offer. Now, say what you would about Rudy Giuliani, and God knows I hate the motherfucker for supporting Trump the way he does, but you got to give him credit for one thing, motherfucker cleaned up New York. Oh, yeah. Because pre-Giuliani, New York looked like Taxi Driver. <laughs> you know it's what true, I mean? It's true. He it's cleaned true. up that city. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a pre, very pre-Rudy Giuliani New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah this yeah. is... This is the New York that, you know, you would... This is the... <laughs> that us Brits would be like, I went to New York once and I did not feel safe. You know, yeah. that's this New York. I was unaware that if you turn the wrong way in Central Park, you end up here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And did you know... There are black people in Harlem. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the dark side. You know? It really is. And that starts spreading that news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> no, no, no. Not that New York anyway. Um, but yeah, it's it's through the through his eyes and he, and again he's got that similar sort of an social ineptitude as Rupert Pupkin has from King of Comedy whereby he doesn't quite know what's what with people. But you know, it, it, it goes through really, really fascinating stages, doesn't it? Whether, oh my God, I need to turn my fucking airplane mode off because I've forgotten the lead lady's name. Not Jody, one before her. That's going to drive me fucking crazy. Vamp for me for a minute. Ah, oh, so, but no, it is one of those films, as you said, it, it you, you're just captured by De Niro's vision. The, how can I say it? The unsettled nature. It's the unsettled nature of You've been for a mess. You're not fully there, dare I say it. Yeah. But your vision is right. <laughs> There's something wrong with the way the city's going. And a lot of us see it as well. What can you do about it? But you have this vision of, no, it's not what can I do about it. I'm going to do something about it. Yeah. And that's what Taxi Driver has. It's that, don't just let stuff be the way it is because it's the way it is. But he goes too Challenge far. it. Of but course he, he does. way of too far. Of course he does. But it's the matter... Of, but this is where that reverence comes from is that people are like, but he done something. I get it. Here's what I thought was fucked up, which I only remembered upon rewatching. Ultimately, ultimately, we're talking about him saving uh, an underage hooker at the end played by Jodie Foster. Yeah. I'll come back to what I was talking about in just a moment. But you've got to remember, just before he goes and saves her from Harvey Keitel's pimp and the client she's with, you got to remember he was about to kill oh, yeah. no, 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 no. a fucking listen, senator listen, who listen. was running for president of the United States. Listen, and the only no, reason that didn't happen is because he got seen. You've got to no imagine point. if that happened, would he have done that? Yeah. He was I, like, no, no, I can't clean the city from the top down, top up, so I'll clean it from, from the ground yeah. down. Yeah. From the top down, ground up. That's what I was looking for. But, you know, and before that whole storyline with Jodie Foster, who, by the way, she's amazing in this. So young, but so good. Um, you know, he's got that whole sort of weird relationship with the iconic Sybil Shepherd, And, you know, he takes her to a naughty cinema, and it's like, ah, oh, dude, 
fuck's sake, you've got, you're interesting enough that she's given you the time of day, and now you're gonna go do this? Yeah, yeah. It's just not all there. And then, it's not him who's wrong for having done that, it's her. She's just like the others, as he says himself. And it's like, dude! As I said, as I said in the start, he's not all there, and that's why when his vision of what's wrong is seen as wrong, you're like, you're, you're, there's a balance because you're like well, no you can't listen to the nut job but in the other side you're like well he's not entirely wrong <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's in that he's in that grey area and that just proves you nothing is just black and white because even the bad guy sees the bad yeah but he's one piece of face oh, paint yeah. away from being the joker oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying of course it's like it he's not someone whose tactics you'd want to get into and no. for all the good he does I think a lot of that good is just compounded by the fact that he fails in the bad that he does mmm mmm interesting argument I mean fact he fails to kill the front runner for the presidency so I'm gonna go kill a pimp instead it's like <laughs> there's a lot in between those two. <laughs> yeah there's a lot there is a lot I'll give you that and yeah. I love the way that Scorsese plays with that notion of you know, good versus evil, right versus wrong, people that influence him. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's ultimately his, the, the way he... And these are choices he makes. It's the people he meets, you know, meeting that person, uh, the, the gun dealer, having that person in his cab who talks about killing his wife and saying things like, do you know what a point thirty-two Magnum does if you stick it in a girl's pussy? It's like, whoa! Damn! Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Taxi driver's my number six. Your number five. My number five, The Departed. The Departed. <sighs> Loosely based on Whitey Bulger, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, what I've always loved about this film was the who done it. Who's the rat? The who done it? The, the the fact that everyone's played each other, if you would, you know. Yeah. The, there's a good guy inside the bad guy camp. There's a bad guy inside the good guy camp. Everyone's a fucking amazing actor in this film as well. Legit. It, it, it throws you in a part that you kind of think like, oh, hold on, you were on this side of who's... You kind of get... Yeah. It throws you off, but it's enough to make you feel like... And by the end, you're still like, whoa. Even the at the end. The cast is yeah, insane like, in this film too. But you know, I think this is the one time, the one time where I think you can actually see that Scorsese has slightly lost control of his cast. Because there ain't no controlling Jack Nicholson in this film. No. Like, oh, no, no, no. Jack no, no, no. is off his head in this film. Like, and that, that doesn't look like the, you know, contained anger and violence that Scorsese's so notorious for. Nick Nicholson's just doing his own thing in this. Oh, do you know, as you say Nicholson, just saying it, you just picture when they enter the room and he's just sitting there and there's all the smoke around him and he's yeah, just yeah. in that sinister mode that only Nicholson can deliver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you the rat? Are you the fucking rat? Tell me you're the rat. You're not the rat. <laughs> Let's have a drink. It's like... Yeah. 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 It, it, it's insane. But do you know what? Maybe there was too much. As you said, you lost control. There's, there's too many different characters who each deliver mm. a special, unique way to make a film special. Now you've got them all together. You have to be like, yeah, do you. <laughs> yeah. I chose you. For you, yeah. I didn't choose you for me to make you, you, who you something else. Mm. I choose you because you're you. But I, I get what you're saying. I but get there what are you're so many fucking good scenes in this film. Too many. So Too many good many. scenes in the cast. I mean, everyone from the leads like DiCaprio and Matt Damon to the 
you know, to the side players like Alec Baldwin and Martin Sheen, and no one ever remembers Vera Farmiga. She's so good in this. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's it. It's one. I will say this film with this film. Make sure you got your focus on. Yeah, really. Make sure you got your focus on, but you're in for a ride. It loses me a bit in the last scene when he has that rat running across the pipe. It's like, yeah, we're a bit on the nose there, Marty. That part's not needed. That's really not. not. It's not needed, but if, yeah, it's not a Gangs of New York finish, but it, it's really know. not. <laughs> but the whole film, the way that you don't know who's playing who off, who's good, who's bad, like and it, it's like, okay, you were bad, but have you turned? Okay, you were good, but it have you really turned? fucks because with it. There are these loyalties that are built and it's like there's no way there's no way you're still on the other side if you're doing that no exactly yeah. oh. and for your moment of edutainment this week let's all remember this is actually a uh, not an original piece this is a remake of a Chinese film called sorry a Hong Kong film called Infernal Affairs which yes many yes, would argue yes, is better yes. I'm not of that disposition I personally prefer The Departed. I have a lot of love for The Departed. A lot it's of love. Not that Inferno Fairs is bad, but The Departed was... Yeah. It, it, it holds me. So good. <laughs> it holds me. It holds me. So, so good. So that was your five? Yep. Uh, my number five, uh, Cape Fear. No, eh, four. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know what's going to happen. It's going to go four, three, three, two, two. <laughs> it's, it's the way it is. That's what's going to happen now because you put my one of my high on my. I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, no, Kate Fish, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Max Cady, cunt. Another remake. Yes, yes. I was shocked when I found out this is a remake. But what can I say? I, this is the film that again. This is. <laughs> you know, sometimes you say. It, only De Niro could pull this off in the way he could really only De only De Niro could do this you, you take a man a very bad man a very bad man educate him and you're yeah well no 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 no, no. self educate him what I was going to say before that is because he's so bad he has to be responsible for this crime even though you can't prove it he has to be because of his previous history yep so then you're like who cares let's just fabricate a little something and let's get him sent down because scum like that needs to be inside which is true but you have yes. to do it within the law exactly so now what do you do you give a very bad man a lot of time to learn the law mistake <laughs> so now what is he going to do he's going to get revenge because he's still a bad man yep but how is he going to do it within the confines of the law because you didn't want to play by the law I will do and let me see how you can now deal with me. Bro, I need to tell you another quick tangent side story here. This one's for the silver screen dudes to enjoy. Well, I hope you don't enjoy it too much, but I've got a little problem in my place of work with my very own Max Cady-esque person at the moment. Oh, don't. No, I do. I've got, I've got myself a stalker. Okay. I've had to report her, um, but it's, bro, it's creepy. But is this Matt Katie or single white female? <laughs> Which one go? Doesn't make it better. I know. I'm just running. Okay, it's single go. white female who's got the same sort of stature and height as my very petite fiance. So you think a guy my size? How could I be bothered by that? Oh no 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 no! That means nothing. It really fucking means nothing. So for this new job I'm in now, um, the training we went through, um, not for the company I work in in this 
huge building directly, but she was in one for one of the other companies within the building. I'm not going to name the building. No, but, no, no. Um, so we were all in training together. We got along, had lunch a few times during training. I mean, there's 20,000 people that work in this building or something like that. I was like, well, or 2,000, sorry. Um, I was like, I'll, I'll never see her again. Whatever, right? Then she um, comes, this is about a week and a half ago now. So she comes to me, I'm having a bit of a bad day at work. So she sits down next to me. I don't think anything of it. I think they're oh, perfectly friendly. Um, and then she sort of grabs around quite hard, not violently, but sort of, you know, in a kind of caring nature. Already I'm thinking a little bit of a boundary intrusion there. Um, and she's like, tell me what's wrong. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, I can see something's wrong. It is, but I don't really want to talk about it. She's like, oh, why won't you tell me? And I wasn't in the mood for small chat. I'm, you know me when no, I'm in no, a bad no, mood. No, I'll yeah. fucking, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, with the highest of respect, because you ain't my therapist. Nothing to tell you about how I'm feeling. Really sorry. Little bit cold, little bit mean on my part, but you've got to appreciate this random girl has just come and grabbed my arm and given me this intense, deep look in my eyes going, tell me what's wrong. It's like, no. <laughs> I've had lunch with you twice and it was not out of choice it was by circumstance you know what i mean i hear you I now hear it's you. like tell me what's wrong it's like no no We're good. all good and then she's like i found in the past when a lot of people tell me what's wrong i can help them i said once again not my therapist by the way my wife fiance but i told her wife wife is a therapist who i'm fucking so i'm getting free therapy <laughs> appreciate it yeah <laughs> People, I'm not marrying my therapist in case you're wondering. No, 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 yeah. Oh, no, 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 I have to yeah. clear that one up. My yeah. fiance happens to be a therapist, not my therapist. No, 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 yeah, no, no, that's good. Let's be very clear on that one. Before in case there are any people yeah. going, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, 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 no boundaries have been crossed. No, 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 So she sort of gets up in a strop. Understandably, that was a bit cold to her. But as I said, boundaries, bad mood, can happen to anyone. See her the next day in the staff canteen. She sits down next to me and she says to me, why haven't you answered my messages? So now I'm thinking two things. Before I say anything, I'm thinking, first off, what messages? Secondly, how the fuck have you got my number? How has she got my number? Because I haven't given her my number. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> and then the thoughts that were in my head, unfortunately, a la Homer Simpson, came out of my mouth. <laughs> so, oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> literally that, bro. Oh, I'm like, number one, haven't received any messages. Number two, you don't have my number, so what the fuck? Her answer, this, cr bro, this creeped me the fuck out. Her answer was, and again, she grabbed my arm, looked at me really intensely and lustfully. So we're getting uncomfortable here. And she says to me, Maybe that's just my way of asking for your number. I'm like, what? Yeah. You don't ask for someone's number in that way. No, you don't. You really don't. No, you don't. First off, and I said to her, okay, thank God you don't have my number because me, you telling me why have you not answered my messages, bit needy, don't you think? Yeah. And then I reiterated, I'm like, what part of I am married are you not getting? And she was like, Maybe I'm into that. I'm like, whoa! Time, time out, out. Time out. Time, time, out, time out. out. Time out. Time out. And we were sitting in a booth whereby I was next to, sitting in one of those seating booths whereby I was next to a wall and she was in the outermost seat. So I had to get through her to get out. And I said to her, okay, I'm going to go back to work. Can I get out, please? And she was like, no, no, I still want to talk to you. So 
Please move. She wouldn't move. Then I said it loud. I said, sorry, I need to get out. Can you move, please? The whole rest of your whole like canteen looks. And then she moves. But then here it gets even creepier. I'm leaving. She starts fucking following me. And I turn around. I'm like, what's going on here? She said, like, I just want to see where you work. I'm like, no. No, no, that's not happening. She's like, I'm not doing anything wrong. You can't stop me. And that's when I said to her, listen, Max Cady. <laughs> Call yourself. Yeah. Uh, and she kept following me. I went to get security, told them that everything that happened, and I didn't hear anything else after that. Until two days ago. So, she's obviously, I don't know if restraining order sounds a bit overly dramatic, but she's obviously been told, Keep a distance. Keep a distance. So what she does, she walks past me. I hope you guys hear this at home. She does a little... With her nail on the table and looks at me like really aggressively as much as to say I'm here and then she doesn't sit next to me she sits three tables away from me like Max Cady does on the fucking wall you know when yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. on the property but I'm here she sits three chairs away just to be like I'm here and I'm like rotted this is some Cape Fear level bullshit here what happens next week? Tune in to find out. Wow. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But that that's real. That's actually happening in my life at wow. the moment. And it's fucking horrible. It's not nice. And who would have thought that a tiny little diminutive white girl would scare me that much? But bro, I am so uncomfortable when I'm at lunch at the moment. Real, real, no, that's I, real. I believe this. I believe this, but that's mad. <laughs> Wait for her to go, I love the movie Mount Rushmore. <laughs> It's a mega fan. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm Our the first... biggest fan you'll ever lose. Oh, oh my god. Our first stalker, she's standing me. Oh, mate. She actually <laughs> doesn't work. <mind. laughs> we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, mock, but oh shit. No, mate, I, I, I'm gonna laugh or cry about exactly, this. Yeah. You know this what I'm it. saying? This, like, this, I'm this, creeped this. out every day when I go to work. Oh, it's not pleasant. Not nice. It's really not, bro. Not nice. Not nice. Wow. Wow. If you're listening, you know who you are. Stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't say anything wrong. No. <laughs> you're the Max Cady and I write back. Ooh, ooh. Well, best of luck with that. Yeah. Oh, keep it posted. Feel free to keep it posted, yeah. <laughs> okay. Should we actually talk about Cape Fear, maybe? Well, uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I think I had done the... You did a good okay, bit okay. Max Cady, but okay. you know, you've got a great supporting cast, Gregory Peck's in this, Nick Nolte, who's the person he's stalking, who's the lawyer, who's not bent, but who went about things he the just wrong tried way. To, yeah, he, he was trying to do, it was a moral high ground situation, wasn't it? Pre- it, it basically. It, we, we, we all have our preconceptions of a situation. and that's, We do. And that's what he's done. And Max Cady's not a choice individual. This is a nasty scumbag. Oh yeah. But he's in the right. Yeah. That's the terrible fucking thing. And he just ruins this family's life. <laughs> but, yeah, but Nick Nolte doesn't help himself by sending people after Max No, Cady. no. Again, this is it. Who, who's doing wrong and who's doing right? And these are where the problems kick off. Yeah. Because each time you do wrong, I'm going to continue doing right and I'm still going to bug you even more. Yeah. And that's the whole and thing. ultimately, I'm going to try raping your daughter. Yeah. It's like, good! <laughs> Boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Big time. Big so that was time. my number five and your number four. Yep. So my number four, get ready to say punt, um, casino. Punt. Okay. Your number three. 
The Wolf of Wall Street. Is my number three. Okay. <laughs> I stopped because I, I think to myself. Not die sober. <laughs> I just think. <sighs> this film. <laughs> it, 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 there's a touch of this film. There's a. You know, what is it you said in the first rule of business? Keep your current. <laughs> Keep your existing yeah. customers happy. Like, do, do we go through this again? <laughs> again. Um. You can't talk Scorsese, you can't talk DiCaprio without bringing up the This voice. fucking film. Yeah. It, it's... Or Margot Robbie, for that matter. The angel out of nowhere. The film that launched her into every man's heart and underpants and into the stratosphere. <sighs> yes. Literally. Yeah, like that. She, she, she caught a lot of attention in this film. For all the right reasons. Oh my days! Oh my days! Every- Shout out to Quagmire! Giggity giggity giggity! <laughs> <laughs> Every man lost their shit, and if you haven't, there's one of two reasons: you either don't back for that team, or there's something wrong with you. Um, strictly <laughs> real s- talk. S- s- simple as. The first one's fine. The second one, check yourself. <laughs> Do you know what? I wouldn't have said there's something wrong with you. You're just a liar. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a liar if you, you got your wife sitting at home with you going she's not as pretty as I am is she no no honey of course she's not you liar <laughs> oh no oh no 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 excuse me as much as she was eye candy I'm very happy with what I have at the moment no so do I but exactly. we're talking for- we're just saying we agree with those gentlemen you liar <laughs> <laughs> say no more <laughs> 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 So, the Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> DiCaprio. What were we saying? Jonah Hill. He's a fucking animal in this. Yeah, yeah. As is John Bernthal. Everyone. I mean, Everyone. They, they must have had such fucking fun. But making this is what this. I, I mean. What I love about this film is you can see that the original Jordan had a blast in life. Yeah. But the cast who were put it this way, while these guys were doing stuff illegally and thought they were untouchable, as an actor having this much fun and knowing that you are just acting so everything you are doing is legal means you can even have more fun. <laughs> Every time I see this film I just picture fun. I don't I don't see anyone bored, pissed off. You know like I, I don't really want to bring it back to the MCU, but you know when you look at the MCU interviews? And you could just see this family's been built and everyone's just lovable and has a laugh and there's no hate as much as we can tell. There may be a lot, but it just looks so lovable and fat. That's what I see with Wolf of Wall Street. I just see this this crowd that, as much as you have every actor that we just mentioned, I reckon the extra who got paid $5 had just as much fun with them. <laughs> like, you just feel that everything was just like, you know what? Just let the camera roll. Yeah. <laughs> this is the story, just let the camera roll. And it's long and film. Fun. Yeah. Three hours of this. Oh, yeah. But three good hours. Three good flipping hours. About a group of people who learnt how to... I mean, I don't know the technical terms, so I'm just going to keep it very vague. Make a fortune by screwing people over on Wall Street. Yeah. This is simple as that. You just just see simple things and say, well, okay, let's just do it this way. It starts off that way, then it starts to get a bit more and more illegal, and then it eventually becomes. But it built a lifestyle, mm. and the, I mean, the sad bit is, is that either way, these guys know how to sell. They knew how to sell. They just were selling the wrong thing. But it, what, what were they? Well, matter of perspective, to be honest. Yeah. From their perspective, it was very much the right thing. <laughs> Did you see his house? <laughs> Ask the FBI if they agree. It's a different story. But no. Ah, but- fuck the feds. <laughs> No, but oh, such a laugh, such a laugh, such. I mean, 
as I said, it, I had to give you the story of what it is because of what it is. Uh, it, it's fun. It's fun. It's DiCaprio in one of his all-time roles that will always be remembered. As you said, I Margot think this Robbie. is his all-time role. I think. Oh, I'm really reminiscent to say this. I'm always going to be Team Blood Diamond for what he did with that. But fuck me, this is. Ugh. He brings you into. Oh man! He brings you into this world. Man, oh man! He should have won for this and not The Revenant. He was great in The Revenant. But this, this was this his was, film. Yeah. This was this was the film. Oh this man! Was the film. And I, I actually don't know anyone who I've said Wolf of Wall Street. Nah, it's not for me. It doesn't exist. I don't believe so. It's, it, 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 it's Any just straight that. man in Margot Robbie, not for me. You liar! <laughs> lies, <laughs> lies. The lies you tell. Unless she's here. <laughs> if she's in the room with you, we understand. But apart from that, you're a liar. Yeah, straight liar. You're a liar and. Be feel, feel free to unsubscribe with those lies. <laughs> you don't have to tarnish your subscribers and listen to this. Yeah, but no, um, there's too much of this. Too much. I mean, there's so much of this film, but it is literally selling. Buying and selling, making a fortune, and a shitload of drugs and fun in the same time. And one of the greatest drug influence scenes today. When the, when, the, when the lemons take effect of him, the quaaludes kick in. Those little fuckers had been kept in storage. They had a, they had a slow effect. But when they kicked, <laughs> they kicked like a fucking horse. Yeah. What I love is that they show you one thing. And then the other. And then they're like, so this is what I thought happened. This, this is, is what happened. Shit. I was like, I went speeding down the street. I didn't touch anything. Oh, did you not now? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, did you not? So I was saying this. And then he comes back to Johnny and going, Johnny, <laughs> it's some good shit, right? I'm going to kill you. The chemistry those two are, even in, from the beginning, it's like, excuse me, is that a Pontiac Firebird you're driving outside? Yeah, so you make a lot of money. It's like, yeah, yeah, I do okay. You tell me right now how I can make money to afford a Pontiac Firebird. I quit my job right now. I come work for you. Smoke some crack with me. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just nuts. It's, yeah. Oh, man. It's one to be admired. It's one to be admired. Um, you know, going back to what we were saying a moment ago about a society revering people who have done something wrong. I almost think there's some sort of meta self-commentary to what Martin Scorsese is doing. Oh, yeah. Because it's like he's literally spent the 70s and 80s criticising society for praising people like Travis Bickle and Rupert Pupkin. Now he's literally making a fist-pumping, vainglorious movie <laughs> to celebrate Jordan Belfort. It's like, dude, this yeah. is a bad human. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bad human. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's very true. It's almost like Scorsese is going, ah, fuck a lot of you. You didn't like what I did here? Fucking suck on this Jordan Belfort shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hit the bad guy? You want to hit the bad guy? Here, love the bad guy. Love the bad guy, <laughs> you motherfuckers, you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Marty, I really do. That was your three, my three, your two. Okay. Which one's he gone for? Casino. Okay. Casino. My four, such a film. Wait. Such a film. 
dare I say my number two and number one <laughs> are the I, I think you understand what my number one is there's no way to, <laughs> no way to there I say these were the very 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 early seeds of the silver screen dudes 100% 100% <laughs> The very early seeds. So we can talk films and kids come on YouTube or Google and find out what a VHS is because this is what I was given by this gentleman mm-hmm. and said, hey, run with check, this. Check, check these out. Check these out. And <laughs> I had a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I had a good weekend. Yeah. I had a good weekend. And <sighs> Casino, Casino nearly made number one. It nearly Ooh, made number one. Really interesting. Nearly, okay. nearly made number one, and then I thought, if we're talking, I think in any other realm, Casino would be number one. Possibly. For me, it depends what your category is. Yeah, I, I could do it. But if I'm talking Scorsese masterpiece, I'd have to go with the other one. For me, we'll get there. Yeah, but <sighs> Vegas. 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 This is it. If, Vegas when, when they say Vegas. when they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. This shit. This is how it started. This is because if it doesn't started, stay in Vegas, you get buried in the desert. Yeah, yeah, and that's why it's in the middle of nowhere. This is how you take Sam Ace, take him to just look around and just monitor and make sure everything goes what right, and then you start to see the rest of the world unravel around yep. this how this town and city of. The city of sin was built, and it's not called the city of sin for no reason. No, and it's not for why you think. <laughs> no, no. Oh, so much. It just captures the essence of Vegas from the front-ended high rollers who need, you know, their comped rooms, even though they don't need them comped because they're rolling in money. But it's just, you know, yeah. it's one of those things. Status isn't it? thing is. It is a status thing. thing. It's like the more money you make, the less you pay. It's one of those, isn't it? You know, they need to have the best-looking girls, one of them played by Sharon Stone, surrounding them. They need to be seen arriving in the top-end cars. But on the back end of that, you got some bad motherfuckers running the town. Do you know, you talk about Wolf of Wall Street and you talk about its length. Mm. Casino's got some length. Casino's got length in it, and it's very similar in the fact that you think... Do you know what those two films do to me? Is you go, shit, I've been here a while, but I'm loving it. <laughs> You think yeah. I, I've been here for a while, but it's got a way in soon. But I, I, I don't mind if it doesn't. Yeah, I don't mind if it doesn't. It's one of those films, that, and this is where I made the mistake with Wolf of Wall Street once. Mm. Um, I was like, yeah, you know, what film am I going to watch? Eh, let me watch Wolf of Wall Street before bed. Nah. I, I'm watching the. T- That's I'm like, a short shit, night's sleep. Shit, um, this film's longer than I thought. It, but it was a short night's sleep. However, you keep watching, you think, who cares? It's Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, and I think had. I seen Casino on Netflix. I could easily do the same. I just be like, you know what? You don't get bored. You no. don't get bored. You just watch it and you appreciate art in motion. I think is what you would have called it. These films just—it tells a story. It—it's so it's real. <laughs> it's real, and you're like, wow, wow. Uh, it is real. And this I is mean... where I'm, this is where I see Scorsese. This is where I'm like, yeah. Not yeah. in New York. <laughs> funny, <I know. laughs> yeah, funny enough. Yeah, on the complete opposite side of the states. But 
he he made something of it you know and it just Just, it's a story it is such a story the way that the mob moved in took over Vegas and from the get go you've got that voiceover from Pesci going but in the end we fucked it all up like you know this is doomed to fail yeah but my god seeing the failure unfold see the rise and the fall it's the rise and the fall Sam going from you know being this just very guy who's very very good with numbers to running the casino to Nikki coming out and actually ending up running Vegas to Sharon Stone and her fucked up relationship with James Woods which is affecting De Niro and his daughter just the interpersonal relationship set against the backdrop of the grandiosity that is Las Vegas meanwhile you've got that terrible fear that fuck up Nikki's gonna bury you in the desert the feds are on you as well it's like yeah, <laughs> that, uh, that the, feds, sticking, right? the gaming commission. It's yeah, like they're yeah. all after Every, you. Everything, but you made it work for as long as you can, and wow, well, it's still standing. Yeah, you may not be, but it's still standing. So good, yeah, so yeah. good. My number two, um, De Niro in one of his best roles, uh, Raging Bull. Okay, okay. It had to be Raging Bull. True story of Jake LaMotta, who was one of the best boxers of his generation huge anger management issues huge problems with his family ended up being (laughs) the similar thing we've encountered this before but you know having that issue of needing to regain some sort of glory post boxing career and going as a failed stand up comedian essentially having that massive weight loss after being in the shape of his life you've I mean Speaking from not that level of differentiation, but from a little bit of experience, it takes a toll on you mentally. When you go from being in the shape of your life to being not in the shape of your life, it really hurts. Um, but yeah, it's just, I love the fact that Scorsese chose to shoot this in black and white to really show the graininess and the grittiness of the world he, they, he was filming and the world Lamotta was inhabiting. And the thing that always resonates with me was Lamotta going to see the premiere with his wife and then walking out and asking her, hey, was I that bad? And she turned around and went, honey, she was so much worse. It's like, shit, shit. Yeah, yeah, that is mad. So why did Raging Bull not make the list? It made it, just low. Yeah, true. How could it not make the list? Yeah, yeah, sorry, which one didn't make the list that you said? It was one you said that didn't. Uh, King of Comedy. Yeah, yeah, King of Comedy, I just, yeah, the list is what it is. Raging Bull, do you know I think I've always had that lasting impression of the first time, again, from this fantastic weekend you, <laughs> you mm. gave me. It was a lot to take in when I wasn't ready for that. And it lasts with me, and you've got to know how to take this film. You've got to know how to take it. It's intense. It's, it's very intense. It's, very it's a hard intense. watch. Yeah, it's a very intense film, and I just... I need to, to embrace it again in a way of give this film it's face value and then, but I have so much love for the others I couldn't it, it's I, yeah. no, I know I know this one's never yeah. been one of your favourite Scorsese's I know that but, yeah. it does belong on a Rushmore of one of the greatest boxing films ever oh, made yeah. though oh yeah 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 you can't deny it. you can't deny it's iconicity it's grit it's masterpiece that it is but it's just one it of those is. that I need to Re- re-evaluate I, I, I'll be honest there's a re-evaluation that could tell me like hey no, and no, the no. fact that it's such a character piece when it you know Scorsese really detracted from it just being a boxing spectacle it's a real character study of human emotion human psyche and yeah to, to do that in a boxing film it's like oh but Rocky did that it's 
Just watch Sort of Watch it and come back to me Yeah Watch it and come back to me Exactly That's my answer So we've got to do the worst So my worst I'm thinking it might be the same mm. I haven't finished it To be honest with you I was part watching it And I, I, I This list was already in place anyway But what I thought are we talking? This. this was Hugo Yeah I've never seen Hugo So I started to watch it It seemed quite Emotional. I, I didn't hate what I was seeing. I just didn't get a chance to finish it. And based on what I've seen, that's where it landed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, an interesting film. I, I don't want to tell you too much without finishing. But it, it's the story of a young lad who he, he's he's orphaned. Well, he's not orphaned, but he lives with his dad, who's played by Jude Law, who then passes away. But they were working on this small machine that can type. And eventually, his dad passes away, and he's now living with his uncle Ray Winston. Who's not as yeah? Who's not? He's a bit bitter, okay. as you can imagine. Where Winston has no problem in acting that kind of character. It's set in the backdrop of France, and life starts to change. But then he's he's now got this fascination of working on the clocks in France in in Paris, and it seems nice. But I just didn't get a chance to finish it, and I need to see more. And that's the only reason I have a worse. Because otherwise, I was like, this is Martin. Can't do worse. Just one that didn't make the list. <laughs> no, I've got one. And I told you about it It was the most recent one he made Pre-Irishman Silence Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This I This Like You know me Let me just go through the boxes Of what this ticks Japan That's you Martin Scorsese You Us <laughs> But you yeah Andrew Garfield Yeah Adam Driver Yeah Samurais Like What's not to like bored me to within an inch of my life I feel like I developed new muscles on my butt I got such a sore tushy in the cinema it was ridiculous yes I just said tushy deal with it um, we don't swear every time guys <laughs> um, bored me fucking senseless just about the, the story of two missionaries played by Garfield and Driver who come to feudal Japan and they try to yeah, you know, they try to instill the world word of God, but obviously the Japanese are Shinto, so they've got no interest in Christianity, Catholicism, whatever. Um, zero interest. But it's like the movie's beating you over the head with the message constantly, and it's like, you know, they, they seem to go through the same thing again, the way the Japanese essentially got the... got their, the way the Japanese generals got the people to disacknowledge Christianity was to get them to step I on a version of the Bible or like a dick for doing this go on I appreciate everything you've just said yeah but we didn't take out the phone to Insta fuck it cool so, <laughs> it is what it is this time it's very audio guys just what I'd put that out there yeah yeah I get you I get you. yeah sometimes you see sometimes when you bring religion into the game well no because I like it when they actually deal with religion on both sides the people who are so for it the people who are so against it and the you know the no but it can be that club over the head which I'm oh, this is what I'm seeing on me, this kill me like was it did it was it, was it a, a good depiction of the period yeah sure but I didn't like the way it was shot I didn't like the way it lumbered across the finishing line it was just like mm. it's like Marty speed the fuck up here it's like put it this way with the Wolf of Wall Street the length you don't feel it. Here. You feel it. Oh, this is the thing. Some, sometimes three hours could be a journey. Sometimes it's a little... It's a trek, yeah. bro. Yeah. 
It's a trek through a fucking mosquito swamp. It was horrible to watch. Like, it just wasn't a nice experience. So, yeah, for me, that's a no-brainer. That was my worst. Okay. I put, put it this way. I put the worst on before I put my number one on. That clear. Okay. That clear to me. I'm like, it's not even a question. Wow. Um, but let's talk about our number one. Are we talking the same one, I'm guessing? No. <laughs> <laughs> was that funny? Did I make you laugh? <laughs> I'm, 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 to you, like I'm here to fucking amuse you. Good fellas. Good fellas. Good fellas. This is his greatest this, work. The, yeah. I, that was the thing. And this is why I said any other list, Casino would probably... Yeah, as a matter of preference, but if we're honouring what his greatest, we're going to talk Scorsese. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to talk the rules. But to be fair, even if you talk preference, it's one of those things when we say Toy Story one or two. (laughs) Yeah, you know, number three. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly that trifecta. Here's another one where you're just like, (sighs) one day it's Goodfellas, the other day it's Casino. But if we're going to talk Scorsese, yeah. It, you have to just be honest and say this is it yeah this is it this and is the it. thing is it, as much as De Niro's there oh this is really yeah, utter it's movie. really utter it's Joe Pesci you know it's it, this it, is Henry Hill's yeah, story it's exactly it's Henry it Hill but this is the thing is that when we're talking there was a muse you have DiCaprio De Niro it didn't have to be to be his number one mm. <laughs> it didn't have to be to be his number one yeah and or yeah, De Niro I'm playing Jimmy Conway fucking out hey, hey, oh, oh, oh. God almighty no the whole it, the, the whole film just one scene after another from when he's a child from when Radios is a child and being interested in becoming a gangster to his father beating him up and the gangsters coming to protect him to him taking his first pinch and doing some time inside to coming out and being given a hero's welcome yeah. to him growing up and he's in that fucking awesome suit and then planning the Lufthansa heist to fucking when everyone starts being dickheads now that they've gotten away with it and Jimmy Conway starts popping them off one by one it's like I told you not to spend anything you're showing up here in a Cadillac and a fucking your wife's got a fucking fur coat on what are you thinking yeah to Joe Pesci losing his cool a bit and killing off the wrong people thinking he's being made and then being whacked himself to Henry Hill fucking going into the witness protection like the journey you go on and while that whole journey's going on, it's the little details that I love. It's like, for instance, the way that when Ray Liotta goes and beats up the neighbour. Now, you want a piece of me tough guy? And he just takes his gun out and cracks him over the head with the yeah. butt of the gun. Yeah. It's the little details, like the sound that makes. Or the, way, the place he was wearing his belt buckle on the side. You know, so 70s, so cool. Yeah. Um... Or the way that they were talking about, you know, um, the way they would make the bolo- the bolognese and they would slice the garlic with a razor blade so that the garlic melted. It's like, things like that just brought you in. Like, you could, li- that scene, you could literally smell so, the garlic in the bolognese. And yeah. it's the tapestry of the world that was built there. Fuck! You, you said it all. <laughs> you said it all in a way that I can't even really follow up on. Um... It was just landmark, isn't it? And it's just oh. it's so much. It's so much to to appreciate. And I would honestly, I'm, I'm going to say what I know you will agree with, that I will sooner go back and watch this a million times over before re-watching The Godfather. I've never done The Godfather, so I can't even talk on The Godfather. That is the absolute truth. It's 
did you do? I remember you telling me this. Bear with me one second. Yeah, I remember you telling me this and I... Sorry about that, people. You'll understand shortly. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to do it because it needs to be done. For, for all the cries of the Godfather that's out there. Have an opinion on it. But the fact that I was able to sit there... You know when you just set a tone? Yeah. yeah? You, you take... You know, I was going for Casino All Good Fellas on this. You take it, you know it's got length. But you sit down and you're like, okay, this is something. I just remember looking at The Godfather, because I've tried. And I thought, what, what the hell's going on? And don't get me wrong, it could start slow and then pick up. But I need, something, I need something to grab me in the beginning. And that I didn't get from The Godfather. And even of The Godfathers, I'm going to say the really unpopular thing here, I far prefer number one to number two. Really? Far prefer number one to number That's two. That's interesting, because the, the world goes crazy for number two. I, oh, it's such a drag. It is such a drag. And the, oh, but it's so interesting the way you see the fall of Michael and the rise of Vito. It's like, alternatively, what's more interesting is actually seeing the fall of Vito in the first one because he's such an engaging character. You see, this is the problem, right? Is that when we've done our three-hour movies, I wanted to do this, but number one is just short the three hours. Yeah. And I can't, I, I can't do number two without doing number one. I nope, just, I'm, I'm yeah. Can't. And I was just like, I don't have time to do this and watch three-hour movies in this week. It's just never going to happen. So that's why I still haven't caught up to it. But it, it's it's coming soon. It's coming soon because it needs to be done. It, it's one of those iconic. Oh, uh, let me know when you do it. I'll rewatch it with you. I might change my opinion on why I rewatch it, but I've seen it twice and both times. Ooh, ooh. If you've done it twice, you've given it a shot. Have you done number three? Just out of curiosity. No. Okay, fair enough. Okay. So before so, doing the Rushmore, we need to honour Eunice. Yes, yes, this is it. So yeah. I, I'm now going to go with Eunice's list, and in honesty. I'm gonna go with it Let's from see bottom to top. I'm gonna go from bottom to top because that will that's be That's got to be one. obviously. Yeah, you could write both. No, ones. come on, that's not his number one. Surely no. <laughs> Don't be silly. Okay. So in from ten to one. Number King, ten. Number ten. Kings of Comedy. King no. of Comedy. Number nine. Gangs of New York. Number eight. See, Gangs of New York was too low for me. That's why I was like, I don't know. His list is similar to mine so far. Aviator wasn't too far from mine. Mean Streets. Big shout. Neither of us made that Mean one. Mean Streets was an honourable for me. But you're cool. not giving me numbers. Number eight was? Ten, nine, eight. Aviator. Nine, uh, seven. Mean Streets. Six. Wolf of Wall Street. Whoa! Eunice. <laughs> but, but, play with him on this. Five. Taxi Driver. Okay. Four. Departed. Okay, interesting. Three. So he puts the Irishman there, but I don't know why. But might have seen yeah. it. I think he got a cinema release. I, maybe. Yeah. No, no, no. But anyway. Number three. Casino. So where was the Irishman? Sorry. It's between four and three. Okay. So but what? he has put it in brackets. So I, I don't know what goes there. And then number two, as yourself, Raging Bull. Yeah. Number one, as us. Good fellas. Yeah. So Eunice, yeah, good shout, bro. It's a good, good list. Shout. I'm not sure about the wolf being that low. I couldn't. I couldn't. Personally, I would have swapped Wolf and Departed. Yeah, I would have yeah, done that. I would have done I that. I think that's what I did do, to be fair. And Taxi Driver was my number 10, so it was lowest for me. No, I'm with him on Taxi Driver. It's around the five, six mark. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Which is mad that a film as good as Taxi Driver is middle of the park. It's fucking ridiculous. It, it tells you who you're fucking with. Oh, Both actor and director. And he's he's the French just a man, isn't he? Yeah, he right, is a man. Let's rush more. Okay, one more time, people. That is Eunice of the Arsenal Time One. Be sure to give him a follow. Arsenal Time One. Okay, Rushmore. 
Can I put something forward which is going to sting us both? Good I have a good casino. casino yeah. One of them has got to be one. Be one. I had a feeling that was coming. Yeah, it has to. So, all right, okay. All right, okay. The way I'm going to play this, I'm going to go with Goodfellas. Why? Because it's not for De Niro or what have you. It's li- well, it's his masterpiece. We just both fucking said yeah. it. There's no way you can play that. I will then go Wolf of Wall Street because we, we just played on the idea of is this Leo's best. I'd agree with that. I will give it to you as much as Cape Fear is my number four. You and Eunice both went for Raging Bull, so I will give that a spot as the De Niro part. We have Scorsese. Well, you do need to have a De Niro part. But now here's something I'm going to push to you that's interesting. And I'm going to kill two birds with one stone here. I've said this before on a previous podcast. As great a film as I think Raging Bull is, I lean more towards Cape Fear. I have no argument with that. I personally have no argument with that. If we're talking about the movie to Honor It's a Niro, different kind of scale of Scorsese too. It's, that's the second stone. That's the two birds. That's the second bird I'm killing. Yeah. That's very different to what Scorsese normally does. But then there's the part of me going, how the fuck do you leave Raging Bull off the list? Because if I take your argument and you believe that it's a different part, I will then say, don't worry, because we're still going to honor Daniel Day-Lewis. And going to New York. Oh, I don't know. You wouldn't. No, I don't know. I'm not here to one of the individual acting performances. No, but I'm talking. If you want to say the greatest actor no, of he all is, time, but it's my number. joined with one of the greatest no. directors of all time. No, I How know. often will that collaboration ever happen? There it was. Okay, it happened one other time, but we won't. Get exactly. <laughs> it's happened a few times. All right, shut up. <laughs> Which was the best time it happened? <laughs> Work with me. Here. When we were honouring Daniel Day Lewis. Okay. This is what I'm saying. I don't. This is not the time to. Ah. So I'm going to look. Okay. At all, hang on, wait, wait. I'm going to look at all this, and I'm just going to think of what else. Different, can... different, pit, different spin on this. I was just going Cape Fear to the Two Birds One Stone thing. Here's a different take on it. Maybe we do put Raging Ball in because the, it's too much of a fucking good film to not honour. And for the thing that's very different to what Scorsese does, maybe lean the way of King of Comedy. Very different. Very, so very different. But Wolf of Wall Street has fucking De Niro in it, there. which is not a problem because it's pretty much the way he chose <laughs> yeah. his films yeah. to go. <laughs> you think Scorsese? You think De Niro? It's it's like they're not mutually exclusive, really. No, they're not, are they? The Aviator will not no. do anything on that. I'm just looking and seeing what we have in there. The Departed. I mean, yes, there's a very, very strong argument to be made given that this is what he won the Oscar for. The argument is strong. The cast are fucking tops on that as well. Ooh. Was Departed on your list? Of course it was. Departed was my number seven. So in fairness, call me a schmuck for not putting King of Comedy. Just like, uh, just like Henry Hill. <laughs> I get to spend the rest of my day like a schmuck. <laughs> but The Departed did make all three of our lists. Hmm. In pretty much middle, it was my number five. 
10, 9, 8, 7, 6. It's his number five. Where was it for you? Uh, seven. Wow. You're a simmer. Man, put wolf at six. Leave me alone. <laughs> it does kind of have that, that extra spin to it. It gives me something that says, and it's not in New York. No. This is him taking Chicago and making something of it as well. And it's more modern. To a degree, I won't even use that. Take that back. But yeah, it's not. It's literally uh, said during yeah. Whitey Bulger's time. Yeah, actually, do you know, I, I, I can't really argue The Departed. So we've got the four, yeah? Yeah. All right, do it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of Martin Scorsese movies. Marty. <laughs> In no particular order is... The Departed. The Departed. Yeah, I was going to go that way. <laughs> Our second entry is... Raging Bull. Our third entry is... Wolf of Wolf Street. Our final entry into the movie Mad Rushmore of Martin Scorsese movies is... Do I look funny to you? The Cloud. Uh, the, the Cloud. <laughs> Good fellas. You do now. <laughs> Don't adjust. Fuck up an attention. And your award goes to... Anyway. Oh. Yeah, class. Loved it. Big. Loved it. Big. The man likes Scorsese. And there's more to come. Check out the freaking Irishman people. We're, I haven't even seen it and we're endorsing it. And I don't think I'm going to regret the endorsement. The men them think I look like a clown to you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm down, I'm, down with the, I'm down with the Irishman. Loved it. And Eunice, just before we leave. Yep. Thank you, mate. Thank Honestly, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Possibly even... No, I can't say maybe my month. I've got stuff to do in November. Um, yeah. <laughs> Love you, honey. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, we're there, are we? My man. <laughs> okay. So, oh, um, shit. That just, that just happened. That just happened. Did she listen to this? <laughs> she, 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 she Does not. that... Has that been said yet? It, it has been, so don't worry. Oh, my boy! <laughs> what a sweet one to Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Boy. So, yeah, we're there. Um, we are the film screen dudes. <laughs> He's black and yet I can still see him <laughs> blushing. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, thank you very much, Eunice. Thank you very much, Martin Scorsese. Thank you very much, Netflix. Thank you very much, Nico. Thank you very much, everyone who's listened. And again, hit us up, because this is why we do this. It's, it's not just seeing numbers, it's actual interaction. Putting faces and names to the near 15,000. I'm not bragging when I say that. It's just... It it's, is, it's what we, I know. It is what it is. So, until the next time, I am the one AJ. I'm Nico Lero. See ya. <laughs>